I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte, and you're with Stan, Roe, and Raph on the SGP podcast. Woo! Are you ready? You're listening to the SGP podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the SGP podcast. Stan C. Romaran and Camus. Hey, oh my, this is super awkward. Here, in, uh, here at the Balay. Yeah, we're all here together. Yeah. And Camus and Stan are sitting together. And like Chido and I are over here trying to, you know, stop anything from blowing up. And we have Chino Liao also oh, joining yeah. us. He's hey. here for a reason. He's here to uh, help us preview MWF Todos Los Wrestling this Sunday and to review PWR Live Shake, Wrestle, and Roll last Sunday. And quell any fights that may or yeah, may yeah. not happen. You he's think gonna... you're big enough yes. to quell the fights? Yes. Between me and him. You can barely take my dogs. <laughs> wow. And then you're going to pull that shit. Between me and him. You know, we can stop yeah, you know, you you Don't could, don't bring the hate over here. Oh, okay? yeah. I didn't have anything to do with that. Oh, no. So, Gino, how you doing? We can stop Stan at least. Maybe Stan. Maybe Stan. You, you have how you doing, son? Let's talk about wrestling. <laughs> no, I think the first thing we have to talk about is something bigger than wrestling. And obviously, that's Roman Reigns' announcement that his leukemia had returned and that he has to step away from WWE, relinquish the Universal Championship, and focus on his family and his health. Okay, uh, first... Unpack. Yeah, unpack. Let's, let's, yeah. There's unpack. so much to unpack here. Oh, God. I think the first thing is it's very sobering for anyone, whether or not you're a Roman fan, because it really puts into context how these are real people with their own shit that they have to deal with mm-hmm. outside the ring. And then you quickly realize that as much as Roman had become a symbol of WWE stubbornness, Tao Rin Sha, who uh. is in a situation that he can't really control at the moment. Yeah, I'm actually pretty amazed how... How great he is! That he can come out there every day, every week, and you know, face everyone despite all of the cheers and jeering uh, thrown his way. I actually found it funny that he mentioned in this promo that the good thing was everyone reacted. Like, oh yeah, that's kind of throwing it all the way back to how. Way back when. No, 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 no. <laughs> throwing it all the way to how the business is supposed to work. Now, if you don't get a reaction, you're not really doing anything. But uh, yeah, it's pretty sad that he actually has to fight leukemia. Again. Again. When he thought he would beat it. Yeah, Chino, your thoughts. I'm, I'm sure you've seen the segment. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the segment. And you know, at first, I said something stupid like, is this for real or is this worth Jesus. I, I did, I to did. Yourself. To, to myself. To myself. To in yeah. private. And um, after seeing it, I, you can't help but feel for the guy. Um, you want to justify your dislike for his booking and his character. At the end of the day, he's still human. And he's still... Going through something difficult, and you can't help but feel for that. Like I also can't help uh, but think about the time he got suspended for PEDs. Whether his treatment had anything to do with oh, that? Because right. yeah. cancer medicine is pretty strong. Some of it has steroids in it, so maybe that's what ticked off the uh, 
tests. No, I doubt it though. Because if it only just got back now, why would he be taking those uh, cancer treatments a while back? Baka maintenance. Baka, yeah. Baka because maintenance. you, there's there's this thing about when cancer goes into remission, uh-huh. you're never really out of the woods. Well, especially would it, would especially it, in the case of leukemia. Wouldn't he have been caught a long, long time ago for this? Not just recently. If he were taking maintenance meds all these years. So, parang, uh, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, that's valid. If there's one net positive about all of this, I think it's that more and more wrestling fans are actually going out of their way to look up leukemia or to look up cancer. Because when someone like Roman Reigns, someone as high profile as him, goes out and says at he's the battling top of leukemia, his game, at the top of his game, mind you, yeah, he says that he's battling leukemia. For the uninitiated person, but you you would want to research. Oh, what is leukemia? So, uh, for example, we at Smart Henry put out a Hitchhiker's Guide to Leukemia for you to fi- uh, you know, figure out what really went down. And people on Reddit have also been posting, uh, okay, so this is leukemia. Uh, this is what your body will go through. This is the perspective timeline. And it really amazes me in a negative way how a lot of fans are saying things like, oh, babalik na by Royal Rumble 2019. Ulul! Oh, babalik na by WrestleMania 2019. It's leukemia. It's not an ACL. Yeah, I mean, like, for those who are thinking why or it could be work, why, why would they destroy all these storylines they've been building up two weeks before a pay-per-view, uh, which is Crown Jewel, by the way, just to get a cheap, just to turn Roman super face by ha- having him announce that he has leukemia? It's not, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense if you really to think about it. Why would you do that for a cheap face heap? And not just not just that, but also him starting to call himself Joe. Oh, that's that's the big thing there. Right? Now. He he said delineate in his promo. You have to delineate Roman, yeah. the guy, the superhero, and Joe, the guy with leukemia. That's actually what um, won me over to the to him saying it. That's what made me believe rather that's like, that it was a work. That that it wasn't. That it wasn't. <laughs> I said it being the first time when he came out and he didn't have his vest on. Uh. Why, what is this? What it's not the for? big dog tonight. Right? But then when he said that he was Joe and he was battling the uh, <coughs> swing over na. to the side of truth. <laughs> 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 I think we were all emotional, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't say the same about these guys, but like, uh, you know, I, I've known people who died uh, because of cancer. I have people in my life who are uh, currently battling cancer. Same. So uh, to, to hear someone battle, uh, disclose publicly his own struggle with leukemia um, kind of hit close to home. And uh, I, I couldn't help but root for Roman Reigns, which brings me to this point. Now, I don't want to make light of this, but it was leukemia that basically made Roman Reigns the mega face that WWE has wanted him to be. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty sad that... Uh, it's, this is what it took. Yeah, this is what it took, and obviously they didn't do that for that reason. Yeah, but, uh, but that's least, what that's where we are. If or when he comes back, they finally have the super over babyface Roman Reigns that they've always wanted. I think the problem with Roman Reigns in the first place is that he never really looked like he had that adversity that he had to overcome. Yes. Unlike a Daniel Bryan, unlike a Stone Cold, in case Stone Cold, at least it seemed real that he was going up against the boss, even though it was at least uh, a storyline. Whereas kay Daniel Bryan, there was the meta storyline that he was against authority talaga. He was against their own idea of what a world champion should be. Whereas Roman Reigns had always looked like he had the company's backing from the very start. And now, if he is able to come back whenever he does come back, you need adversity in the end. It's built in. The fact that he beat leukemia or the fact that he struggled with leukemia and found a way to overcome it. 
So, um, I, I for one, can't wait for him to come back and get that mega face pop. But who knows how long that is going to take. Because uh, chemotherapy basically destroys your body. Yeah. He's going to yeah. lose all that muscle mass. He'll have to gain it back if he even uh, is able to come back to the ring. And it's going to be yeah. a long, tough road that's, for Roman Reigns. That's the dark thought that I was thinking of. Not he dies. That's the extreme. But what if he doesn't come back? There's Because we, we live in this world now, this Schrodinger's cat of a world where... Roman Reigns is now in WWE and no longer part of WWE. Not just as an active guy, but if he doesn't come back, what role do you think he could play? Like just pure ambassador to the world, Gaya. Yeah, make a wish ambassador. Yeah, probably, yeah. That's the perfect he's role. a pretty strong make a wish guy. He's popular with kids. Oh, know, he so. is, he is. Well, yes! That's the one demographic that hasn't turned on him yet. That's true. That's true. And women. And he always have that enough. We'll always have that demographic. Yeah. So, you know... Um, it's a scary thought. Yeah. Our, our thoughts and prayers obviously go out to Roman Reigns. Uh, Ro, you, you had a point you Oh, yeah, by the way, if you want to send out thoughts and prayers to Roman Reigns, just don't qualify it with... I didn't... I'm not a Roman, Roman Reigns, Reigns fan. fan. It's, you're not making it about you. You're not supposed to make it about you. You're supposed to make it about him. <coughs> and who gives a fuck if you are qualifying your statement by not being a Roman Reigns fan. Who cares? The guy is suffering from leukemia. He's possibly dying. Well, there were the trolls who said, na, oh, tangan na, baka work to. They'll be nah, the same people who yeah, say, sure, na, oh, sure. tangan na, hater ka ni Roman daddy. Yeah, and who cares? Na, if ROH, New Japan, um, yeah. if all of the other Progress, big players yeah. in the wrestling industry from their official Twitters yeah. can tweet out the thoughts and prayers. Yeah. You are, by the way, you are not cheering on Roman Reigns the character. Anyway, Roman Reigns the character does not have leukemia. Yet. Roman Reigns is still Superman. Yeah. He's still the Joe Anuayi has leukemia, and you are sending out your well wishes and thoughts to that guy, not you know, not the guy who was booked by Vince to go over everyone and lose to Brock Lesnar several times. The big dog. No, the dog. Okay. Um. Since you guys mentioned Brock Lesnar, is it selfish to think na parang tanga na di nasayang si Brock Lesnar? Because the idea of building Brock up as the guy who beat the, uh, who beat Undertaker's streak is for one guy to eventually overcome him and surpass him. And then now that now it's supposedly Roman, like there's no one for him to pass that rub on to because he's out of commission. Uh, you can they always, had their chances. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. They always could do it again, all over again. Yeah. I mean, you still have With the, Ron, the mystique Ron. of Brock. Yeah, you still have the mystique of Brock. Yes. But the fact that Roman was able to squash him at SummerSlam, doesn't that take that mystique away? Mm, not, really. not really. Brock's always gonna be Brock. Oh, yeah. That's that's the thing with Brock. Eh? He is special in Brock a way. Also had, no, Roman yeah. also had a story with Brock. Nah, it took him a billion tries to do that. Mm-mm. And you know, anyone else then going up against Brock could also have a hard time going up against him and beating him. Okay, so quickly now, let's do a let's let's spitball on this because I'm curious as. Uh, we mar- march towards Survivor Series, eventually the Rumble and WrestleMania. With Roman Reigns out of the picture, what does the main event of 35 look like? I don't know yet. We will find mm. out. We will find out mm. eventually. It's too early to tell anyway. Say everything. We have a bunch yeah. of guys on the show. Yeah. You know? Sammy Zayn, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Um, and now Roman. Uh, you you find out what happens on WrestleMania anyway by Royal Rumble anyway. Yeah. So which Roman won't be back for? Oh, by the way, obviously, obviously, guys. Do you think this is the time for Finn? Unless to come he takes stem cells. <laughs> hey, stem cells officially do not yeah, cure cancer. Yep. Overnight. 
Yeah. In so, under three months. So if a promoter tells you that it's coming in three months because of stem cells, uh, you probably might want to avoid doing business with them. Yep. For shit. <laughs> so after the Roman Reigns announcement, we had uh, you know an up and down raw. Obviously, if you watch the episode, you could tell that the energy in the crowd was just really off because it's it's such heavy news. That was at the start of the show, pa. And at the end, you had the Shield winning the tag team championships from Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, and then Dean took it out on Seth. See, uh, Mass Man Dave Shoemaker had a really good take on the turn story-wise because it appeared as the actions of a man so overcome by emotion that he lashed out at his friend. What do you guys think about this? Like, was the timing okay? Was it inappropriate? Was it a good storyline move? Oh, okay, don't say it. I mean, like, <coughs> sorry, excuse me. If you are intending to draw out some sort of emotion, it always works. Like, who cares about? Uh, who cares what people are gonna say about being sensitive or what? Because at the end of the day, it's a show, and uh, the show must go. On. The show must go on. And Roman Reigns himself has already. Uh, given his blessing, sort of, to get the show to go on. Mm-hmm. That's why he did it in the, in, at the top. Eh? Because uh, first, he wanted to have the rest of Raw uh, be devoted to setting up a new picture for the championship. And whatever, so, like, whatever happens after he reti- or he, he announces his leukemia, what uh, answer doing? Like, it You're doesn't matter. Out of the picture. Yeah, it doesn't matter to him or it doesn't matter how he might feel. Because it's now uh, him taking time off to recover and recuperate. So it doesn't matter. I think uh, the turn was okay. Okay, uh, so Dean turns on Seth. And of course, the story goes way, way back as, uh, as early as 2014 mm-hmm. when Seth first turned on the shield. So I have two questions. First, who's the bigger asshole here? Is it Seth for turning on Dean and Roman to join the authority? Or is it Dean for turning on Seth after Roman had announced that he had leukemia? And after they'd had this supposedly feel-good moment in the wake of Roman's announcement. That's the first question. Second question is, is Dean justified in doing this? Because Seth fired the shot, the first shot long, long ago. Uh, so is Dean justified or is Dean even a bigger asshole? Because Seth had already tried to make amends. He tried to ask for forgiveness. And everything he's done since the apology has pointed to him having turned over a new leaf. <laughs> This is tricky. No, Dean is a bigger asshole, of course. Now, now, now yes. he is. Now he is. Seth was a bigger, a big asshole back then, but this isn't back then. And I don't know why we're comparing it. I guess, but because those are the two turns. Yeah, but okay. But what does the first turn have to do with the second turn? Unless he's already explained that the second turn has something to do with the yeah, first turn. Yeah, I don't turn. think I don't think it's fair to to compare that turn with this turn since. Indeed, which is story related. Oh, unless, and, yeah, unless, unless they yeah. retcon it. Yeah, unless no, no. they do, but we, it hasn't been done yet. So. Yeah, that's true. No, I, I don't think it's a matter of retconning it. And I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure they'll, they'll connect it somehow. But with the writing of Dean Ambrose as a lunatic character, they probably won't. Because the idea is he's unhinged. Mm. You can't predict him, but you can't explain him. Um, I, I just think it's really interesting that this all happened on the same night. I am in the camp that agrees that it was a good move. Because if wrestling is a game about manipulating the emotions of your audience, yeah. then they clearly did their job, and they did their job very well. That's what I said. Right? Yes. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, the idea of being a heel is to do things that are uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And what Dean did really made everyone uncomfortable. Uh-huh. So um, I think it's fair game. 
since it was in the name of the show. Um, I don't think that they were sullying Roman Reigns or disrespecting uh, him. Yeah, yeah. None of that. None of that. Yeah, yeah I don't think it had anything to do with the, with sullying Roman Reigns. I think uh, they already had this this turn in, in in mind because they already were seeding. The, They've been. Uh, it's been weeks. Yeah, it's been weeks of, of the this. tension. Yeah. So it has nothing to do at all. You're planting the seeds of Dean being unhinged and stuff. If anything, if you look through the dirt sheets, they'll tell you that the turn was supposed to happen to Survivor Series, pa, uh-huh. and that Roman's announcement fast tracked it to that episode that we caught this week. Mm-hmm. Which in is which fine. case, yeah, I think it was fine. It's I think fine. it was a good audible that Vince or Creative called because it really took advantage of the situation. And it uh, makes it. It bookends the this episode of Raw as a watershed moment for the Shield. Yeah, and yeah. that works. Na parang, now we can all just point towards okay, that's the moment. Every replay package, you go back to that moment, and then you work it from there. I think the uh, the, the underreported angle is that you don't make Dean a justified heel. Because remember when Becky turned heel, a lot of people were still on her side. A lot of people still said, "Na oh yeah, tama si Becky, fuck Charlotte," right? Uh, in this case, there is no way to defend Dean Ambrose's actions. And if you have to go all the way back to 2014 to defend them, that makes you incredibly petty. Mm. Uh, in the wake of Seth's uh, apologies and all that. So I think it's, it's a really good move because that makes Dean detestable and, uh, and, and, and petty and uh, someone you can't defend. If you must actually compare the two turns, then I think they're on the same level of assholishness, pretty much. Because uh, Seth didn't see, I mean, didn't have a precedent to do it, to, to turn that way. Dean uh, didn't care about, I know, didn't care about his brother retire or not retiring, but uh, taking a hiatus on that at the top of the evening. So I think there's no, <laughs> there's no one more asshole-ish than the other. Neither if, is if a you really want to, Yeah, yeah. Neither if you really wanted asshole. to answer that question. All right. So yeah, uh, Chino. Anything else about uh, about you know the, the turns or Roman's announcement? I'm good. All right. So yeah, let's let's just move sad. on. Then. <laughs> just sad. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a sad Not situation. Not during Raw. I only saw highlights and of course Roman's thing. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. So from from that uh, really, um, I, I wouldn't even call it disappointing. That depressing uh, situation. Let's talk about something else and switch gears. Let's talk about the MWF preview, which is happening mm-hmm. this Sunday at the UP Bahay ng Alumni. It's Todos Los Wrestling! Todos yeah. Los Wrestling! It's the Halloween It's actually special. very fun to say. Yeah, yeah, it is. Todos. Todos Los Wrestling. All right, so the main event is a six-man, right? Yeah. So it's a six-man match featuring <coughs> Team PWR. It's Chris Panzer, Jake DeLeon, and John Sebastian taking on Team MWF, Ninja Ryujin, Robin Sane, and Mr. Lucha. So this is, as far as we know, the first... Interpromotional matchup, talaga. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, not, not counting quite. the Sandata matches yeah. and the. No, I mean, it's matches. the bigger, it's the biggest interpromotional no, match. If you mean an actual match that is promotion versus promotion, you know, then, repre- yes. 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 representing both uh, companies. Are we hyped for this? Is this built up to be as big as it's really being built as? What do you think, Chino? Yes, I am. I am hyped for it. Because um, they planted the seeds of this rivalry last show mm-hmm. with Mr. Lucha. Um, I'm still murky about the details of Robin Zane and Mr. Lucha's relationship. Oh. Um, it's not really ironed out as much as I'd like Ito. to have it. Um, but it did be interesting to see the stylistic differences between PWR and MWF come to play. Um, it it I know like for non wrestling watchers it just all looks like same dish. 
It's the same mash of wrestling. But it's actually no! very, but it's actually very detail oriented and I liked watching how different how the high flying people from MWF meet with um technical guys from PWR. So I I, I really am looking forward to this. All right. I'm really just interested to see how it all breaks down in same, the end same. because Anjane storyline wise, yes, yes, and, and it's, yes, and it's bound for, and yeah, three of the guys on PWR's side are going to be in one match in yep. Conventeta, right? So mm-hmm. the seeds have planted. We just want to wait for the implosion of sorts. Implosions. If anything, the one thing I would have wanted to really, uh, you know, take this match over the hump would be to have it a a five on five ubusan ng lahi. Match. Oh, okay, and yeah, that would be. I actually. Started booking that in my head instead of this. This was pretty good, but like a survivor match is not bad. Who do you put there? Like, let's say, yeah, yeah. Let, let's find six this. and six. I mean, like six people. Yeah, yeah. So let's assume that the, the six people, yeah, let's assume that this, okay. the six guys are there. Who would you round it out with on Team PWR and Team MWF? I would put Ken Warren on Team PWR side. Mm-hmm. Another PHX. Yeah, yeah. PHX guy. Yeah, uh, why not? I mean, does it have to be a tag team? Yeah. Not really. No, 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 it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's just like uh, just adding more implodable parts. Yeah, just implodable. more interesting. Why not? Okay. So, yeah, who, who would you close it and out with? I would close it out with. I'm going to say Made Max. Okay. Ooh. Made Max, just to make it interesting. So, that's your team PWR. Yes. So, your team MWF. Who do you add? MWF goal would be. Uh, and I haven't seen a lot of MWF to make this authoritative statement. Uh-huh. But I would say I'd put um, see see now I can't remember names. Okay, let's, let's describe them. Yeah, describe the person. Rex Lawin. Rex Lawin. There we go. Rex Lawin. I think that would be a compliment for him. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Rex Lawin. I didn't want to say Pinoy Samojo. But you just did. Yeah, Again. I forgot to say. <laughs> oh, see, no bad. And I would, I would actually go into state. I would put uh, Morgan Vaughn in this oh, one. Oh, wow, that's an interesting yeah. pick. I would put Why Morgan him? Vaughn. I like Morgan Vaughn. Okay. Just, it's All just right. my personal pick. All right. So there. So that's your that's your fantasy book, Ubusan ng Lahi. Yes. Okay. I, I think uh, the question of who goes over will probably depend on which promotion the Ubusan and Lahi match takes place yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, if, if, if it were to happen, I would like it to be on an independent ground. super show. Oh, yeah. hey. On neutral ground. That sounds in there. That sounds like it can like be... Like a co-production. Yeah. A co-production mm. or, or an independent or, production. Or a production done by an outsider. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why not? Someone who's 3,000 years in the future. Oh! Andre? No, <laughs> almost. You're, you're getting close. Chill, Camus. Chill, chill, chill. Right. right. So let, let's see. Hopefully, if the stars align, this actually happens. So, yeah. what else are we looking forward to for Todos Los Wrestling? My giveaway, din bang MWF? Uh, yeah, yeah, they do, they do. They they do. Yeah, they do. Uh, they actually are giving away a lightsaber. There, there we go. Yeah, uh, the best, to, the best, best costume. Best. Yeah. Person, yeah, that guy. And I think it's a it's an interesting gimmick for anyone that given that it's Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's something that no promotion has a monopoly on. Yeah. It's the very lightsaber used by Gig Striker in Oh Star- is it? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, actually it is it is the same make. It's the same make, but it's uh, Oh the same kind. Yeah, same okay. kind. Alright, uh, uh, what other matches are we looking forward to for Todos Los Wrestling? 
I am looking forward to the semifinals of the MWF Championship. Uh, Isn't Robin Sane also part of that? Yes, yes. It's, it's, it's actually more interesting because Robin Sane is going up against Pinoy Samoa Joe third time. Okay. Uh, Rex Lowen. Because Rex Lowen's a hard hitter. He's no, he's no joke in the ring. So to have Robin Sane wrestle twice yeah. with one of those ma- with both matches being of uh, extreme gravity. Mm-hmm. Will he pull it off? We'll see, man. And then on the other side of the bracket? It will be... Let's see. I think it's Morgan Vaughn. Morgan Vaughn, yes, and Camus. Camus? No, Camus really? No, 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 wait. <laughs> It'll be Morgan Vaughn against. It's not Alvin because he lost. Right? It's not Hanzelo either. It's not Hanzelo because he was it's with like... Martivo. It's not Martivo. See, see, anybody from MWF listening into this saying that we can make the notes. We can make the notes. It's Fabio Makisi. Fabio Makisi. How could we forget? Yeah. Versus uh, Morgan Vaughn. There you go. All right. So there's a lot to look forward to for Todos Los Wrestling. I mean, as as a UP alumnus, I kind of wish I were a student because I'm a student discount mm-hmm. for uh, UP students and faculty. And staff it, members and upcat takers and yeah, upcat yeah. takers. Yes, yeah. there's that. So if you don't have a UP yet, then you can also get a discount. Did I, did I mention that you have the upcat? So wow, maybe there's a chance. <laughs> but you can still actually. Yeah. Do you want to <laughs> at this point in your life? Wait, what's actually the problem? Actually, you'd be surprised. Haven't you been in so many schools already? It's been a while, though. It's been a while. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm really curious if some unlucky motherfucker. Is there for the upcat and finds himself sa bahay ng alumni. <laughs> oh, sees a wrestling ring and decides to just stay and not take the upcat. Yeah. <laughs> the, potential, the potential influence of MWF changing somebody's life forever. Sayo yung it's Fimo, sayo yung pinila mo sa upcat. Sayo yung pinagaralan mo. To be fair, the show is after both... Uh, both schedules, yeah. And to be fair, the upcat fee isn't super expensive unless you're True. Like really No, but it's, it's really difficult to apply. To, to apply. No, apply. no did, you, did you see the mob this year? Yeah, yeah the, the, the mob the, this year was insane. The lines they had just to apply. This like, year, yeah. Ridiculous. So, you're going to private school ka, and then you're schooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Like, that's what, that was my experience. Yeah, that was my experience as well. Yes. Yeah, but if, if you're not a private school kid with that luxury at your disposal, if good luck. Like, especially if you're taga province. Mm, that explains all the lines so we we really empathize with these people and I do hope that no one is unlucky enough to uh, not take the upcat in, in you know and in just you, hang uh, out hang out before the show even starts if you want to take the upcat and then watch the show go right ahead God bless you we'll see you at the show alright so if you still want to catch it you can hit up MWF this Sunday at the UP Bahina Alumni show starts at 6pm come yep, dress yep, in your yep. costumes man yep Alright, now let's switch gears again and let's review the show that took place last Sunday. PWR Live Shake, Wrestle and Roll at Shaw 500. Our very last PWR Live of the year. And can I just say, before we start, feeling ko na basbasan kami right before. Oh, Jesus Christ. Let's tell the story. Because it's a very interesting story. I thought you wanted to take a break before we went into it. Well, uh, we'll take a break after we tell the story. Okay, tell the story first. Okay, so we all get a message right before we were headed to the venue. I'm not sure if you know this, Chino. Okay. But uh, we were told that there's a praise and worship service taking place uh, at the exact venue. I saw this on uh, old stories. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
So there was a praise and worship uh, service happening and if you know yung setup ng pavilion, the events pavilion, one fourth lang nasa PWR. Yeah, so we yeah. only had the ring frame You'll there. The whole, the, whole, the, whole, the, whole, the whole space. So we had the ring frame set up. Wala pa yung uh, turnbuckles, wala pa yung ropes, nothing. It's just really yung bakal na frame. And then all the guys and all of our bags and shit. And we were all just lying around until 12.30. Yep, and yep. The uh, breadcom, the group that was holding the praise and worship yes. service, was supposed to end by twelve. Okay. And then by twelve thirteen, di pa sila tapos. Someone here decided to take down the curtains beforehand. Itagin natin sa pangalang Raf Camus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why though? <laughs> so he decides to tear the curtains apart. At least yung naabot niya. I was because their time was really until twelve. Okay. The thing is, what if is you, your excuse? Oh, well, here, here, this is no. This is this is me. This Are you is the executor? No, What's I was just on? prepping it. I was just prepping it. So, pag okay na, okay na, okay na. Boom, pull, not undone. Let's go. And di pa sila closing song. <laughs> they have like so many other songs to sing. Yeah, yeah. On top of their announcements and all so, that. So I had a young boy. Sort of, I told him loosen that key knot, but hold it in place. Okay. And then it fell. So I was just like, oh, fuck. So for the next five minutes, Camus is holding it up just so the curtain <laughs> Awkwardly, awkwardly holding it up and it's just like, yeah, ah. whatever. Eh, nakapuesta na yung mga iba to bring the ring frame in. That's true. Eh. Yeah, we were, uh, we, we, were, were, we were getting ready. It was a team effort. Basically, the entire roster took the ring frame and then lifted it to yung, yung uh, spot where the ring would be. If there's any positive I would take out of the experience, even though na delay sobra yung, uh, yung ingress ng PWR, it's that I thought it was a bonding experience for the people who were there. Okay. Also, no one... Okay, just just to clarify. this use, the, the entire process of setting up this ring from scratch takes time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Takes a lot of time. If you've ever seen one of those behind the scenes... Yeah, it's a lot of parts. Tonight. It's a lot of parts. It's a moving... It's a, it is an organism in and of itself. Yes. Okay, wow. So, organism... So to to construct it, and to construct it with what, what? less two hours with, take away take away two hours of our prep time, yeah. and set up, and the show is delayed what less than half an hour, is a miracle. By all hands on deck, talaga. Yeah. All hands on deck, talaga. Like standard. as soon as Breadcom had finished their event, we just went in, fixed the chairs, fixed the stage, and everything. Thank you, Jesus. But and it shows your level of, of professionalism as well, right? to be able to pull it off even with very little time. Even Jesus ass. wanted to watch some wrestling yeah. already. <laughs> I think it also it also displayed our level of controlled panic. Yeah. Tactic part regarding Jesus, see, the short man. Oh, right. Oh, no, 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 property. So, so you know, um, I'm, I'm just happy that the show went off without too much of a hitch and that nobody was injured and that, uh, you know, for all intents and purposes, the show set the vendetta well. So, we'll take a quick break and when we come back, we'll be reviewing the show. Chino's got his notes and these guys have to use the bathroom. What's up, guys? This is uh, Mr. Athletic Jeff Cobb. And you're listening to the SGP Podcast. Now that everybody's back, it's time for us to review PWR Live, Shake, Rassle, and Roll. Chino, what did you think about this Sunday show given that it was at 500 Shaw and it was the Halloween show? Given the problematic uh, start that you guys were talking about, <laughs> a lot of it could be forgiven. Because eh, I got to show relatively late. I think I got there 10 past 2. Okay. Uh, yeah. Then people were Yeah. So I was surprised that it was in Jesus. Yeah, I was. I wasn't surprised. I was surprised actually when people just started. Since you guys are pretty strong. Jesus' fault. Just kidding, and then not. people were just getting followers' fault. I was, I was I gonna was, say it's organized religion's fault, true, not is. Jesus. Yeah, not 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 the deity's fault. Don't yeah. blame or the followers' yes. fault. 
<laughs> the sheeple. Anyway. The buzzards. <laughs> Blame the people, Blame not the, the person. Yes. Yeah, go. Anyway. So, yeah. But I actually like the... Um, I was actually there, of course, for the wrestling. <coughs> but mostly also for the people coming in costume. Did you wear I was dressed as a discerning critic. Wow. <laughs> Bullshit one. Bullshit one. What discerning critic wears a Ric Flair shirt? Right. No, I was dressed as a Ric Flair fan. Wait, no. You're, if you're a discerning critic, you're supposed to be wearing a beret or some shit. I was, I was uh, subtle in my pretentiousness. <laughs> You could have been at least Anton Ego for I actually could have dressed up as somebody that I thought of just later during the show. I might do it this Sunday though. I told I might, you to wear might, a Supremo costume. I may or may not be dressed as Paul Bearer this Sunday. We'll Damn, see. son. Wait, Paul Bearer alive? Paul Bearer, of course what alive. What the fuck is wrong with you, Stan? What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is... This is that no. Well, well, to be fair, no. Paul Bearer alive also kind of looks like Paul Bearer dead. Yeah, well, that's cool. <laughs> that was the whole point. He's white. He's white. Yes. He's very pale. He's pale so white. He the man is dead. Ah. But but yeah, Paul Bearer alive. It's just so to be clear. Actually, most of the homeboy pa siya kaysa Duterte. Okay, let's bring it back. That's good. Okay, let's let's go with that. But okay, enough about Paul Bearer. Uh, anyway, but sa dami ng costumes is what I was thinking. What was your personal People favorite? People were really good. I liked uh, one of the young girls dressed as Zoya. The oh, Zoya. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah, Hazel, Hazel. Si Hazel, yes, exactly. Pretty left field for me. Kasi di ba, parang pag inisip po wrestling, you won't necessarily think of a wrestling show. Yeah. You think of a wrestler. So I like how somebody thought of that. Yeah, was, somebody thought of Glow. Yeah, yeah. and then I saw, I saw a bunch of Marty's Girls. Yeah, yeah, there were like three Marty's Girls. Two? Two? Yeah, they both had the Doctor mask. Yeah, but it was very well made. The costumes were very well made. Yeah, see, I was really surprised and slightly disappointed na yung may pa yung hindi nanado. <laughs> okay, long. It's just an umbrella, though. It's it, it's it's a biome. <coughs> His um pepper's jacket was better. The cute kids dressed as uh, the naughty boys. Yeah, <laughs> deservingly won a the, prize. The, more on them later. Deservingly so. More on yes, them later. more more of that later. But yeah, a lot of great costumes. The the revelation put out their effort, right? So good job on them. How so about on the wrestlers? The wrestler costumes. Yeah, which I ones were your favorites? Ken Warren's costume. Winter Soldier. Yeah, the Winter Soldier outfit he came out in. I like Quatro's entrance as well as the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Um, we're going to room, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Fat Bushy has something to say. <laughs> oh, oh. Fat Bushy is going to be Gerard Way. Or evil there dresses Bushi. There weren't my chemical romance chats that night. No, <laughs> there uh, was. Hector's row basically sang the entire first two lines from Welcome to the Black Parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. before I kicked Sand- Sandata's face in. No, you did not. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's start it uh, from the beginning and go to the pre-show. The pre-show. Samoan Papa versus Brad Cruz. Okay, I like how it started off with the potch, the potch impersonator. Mm-hmm. Fake looks nothing like potch. looks nothing like potch. He, he came in a suit. He's just in a suit. He was just a guy in a suit. He was in a suit. He was in a blazer. He had a tie. He had a tie. He had a tie. So he had that going for him. 
Pero bente lang yun na it also, it, the, the meta-ness of it all involved even Botch. No? <laughs> and me. And, and you, yeah. Referee Romoran, who, who wasn't smart enough to notice that it wasn't Botch. Yeah. I played Botch, just kidding. No. Hey, man. It was, really, it was a really good costume. <laughs> it was really good. I guess, okay, if that's your, if, if that's your reason. But I like how, it was brief though. I thought like this, This ma- the matches in general for this show, I'm not just talking about the pre-show match, were pretty quick. It wasn't as uh, much of a burner as like the previous show, which um, which I really loved. The home front was really good, and then you go to this, which was like a Halloween show, yes, but it was also very brief. Well, very, to be fair, we had to deal with the followers well, of Jesus. Yes, and, and now, <laughs> yes, now that now that, uh, now that I know what happened, the right? ah, I, okay, I, yeah. I understand why it was all so brief. Um, this pre-show match, it, it did enough to show off both Brad Cruz and um, see Samoa and Papa. Papa. I, I. I'm starting to like overanalyze Samoan Papa as a wrestler. <laughs> please go ahead. Kasi, uh, okay, please. I want your take on this. Is, this is. Pa siya? Like, does he really believe he's Samoan, <laughs> or is it a parody of a Samoan wrestler, <laughs> or is he an actual Samoan father? <laughs> yeah, like maybe. Diba? I'm, I'm actually trying to see what he really believes. Eh? Like, is he believing in himself as a parody or as an actual Samoan? Diba? <laughs> So you have no problem or, with or the what papa if, part. What if the company thinks he's Samoan, but he's really not? He knows he's not, but the company thinks so he is. So he's just booked as he's, Samoan? Yeah, he's, he's doing it just to get booked. That makes John Sebastian look really stupid. Yeah, okay. exactly. I don't, think, I don't think John Sebastian is that stupid. I think that... Mahaba booked niya Samoan siya. Mahaba booked niya kulit pa. No, tapos nakapapa siya. Yes, the tan. Yes, the tan. Tapos published siya. So, but yeah. He has a towel going yeah, on. Yeah, he has like the sarong, but he has pants on the floor. Hey, we want to work with tights, right? Uh, well, that's true. Okay, But he took off the sarong at least. I mean, so that's true, that's true, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but uh, see, I'm starting to like Brad Cruz, which is something I thought I'd never say. <laughs> Brad Cruz is actually improving <laughs> like in, oh. in terms of ring wow. charisma. 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 Congrats to you, Brad Cruz. I, I'm starting to get his character more and more. Uh, oh, so what is your take on his character? He's not uh, like which is what he was, right? Like, he was the fake Chris Panzer. Yeah. Right? But now it's actually starting to turn into more of a face. Like, you're starting to root for him in this this whole... I, I, I don't mean to say comedy segment, but I will. This whole comedy segment of a pre-show. So what is Brad Cruz now? I feel like he's a face. I feel like he's the uh, working man's wrestler. Okay, like he's he's a guy who started from nothing and he became something. And while yes, he was annoying at first, uh, Poggy Shaden guy. I feel like I, I feel like I see some improvement. How about Marada? Do you know what he uh, is now? I don't. I don't. I didn't really bother with the people outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the... Because the Makata Ninja Alliance, and I, I, I still don't get what that's about. Maybe they're going to train to flip top. Maybe. Or maybe they're going to train to be a gang. Who knows, right? <laughs> a number of reasons. All right, let's go to the first match on the main show. It was the Naughty Boys defending their tag team championships against uh, the Endgame. Yes, I was actually surprised that this was the opening match. That, that, title, that title bout was a the first match but it was good because uh, it was a great um, entrance by the Naughty Boys 
aka Los Inch Gobernables. The Poblacion. Right? I like how everybody really delved into the character and made it their own. Yeah. Um, Were you in the spray section? I was in the side. Yeah, it was near the, 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 the entrance way. Yes, so I was pretty far back. Um, although I have to say, I was seated next to an actual Japanese person. Wait, really? Yeah, Yuki. Yuki oh, Hayakoshi, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a Japanese comic here in Manila. Okay. And he Aligned said, with Comedy Manila? <laughs> and he said that he didn't talk Japanese in his Obviously, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's say. Chino's referring to the uh, NJPW parody introduction that was carried out by right. our very own Brian Lumanog. Yeah, it was so oh, good. The social media team? The, the, vo- the vocal quality was so good. Yeah, I Brian thought... Lumanog really had it down except for I the thought, yeah. Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. But I thought it was <laughs> he a real. He had it down. I thought he had it. I thought it was a modified recording of the NJPW yeah, announcer. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then I turned my head because I was sitting near the, the timekeeper's table and yeah. I saw him doing the thing and I was so amazed at how how he nailed it. No, you should have seen the boys in the back. Yeah. They all popped for that shit. Everybody loved it. That was really good. Cool. I bet though because if even in, even out in the audience you'd see the, all the NG, NJPW marks just lose it. Colonel Poch was doing the, the English versions with the awkward phrasing. Yeah. <laughs> It was it was so good though. It was so good. I like how everybody came out on their own and made the characters their own. The big twist and still still keeping the gimmick while still incorporating that part mm-hmm. of the entrance. Um, they had to go up against Endgame. I don't know why the Apocalypse still had to side with these two. Uh, maybe he thinks that he's gonna get out of this. Ru- I guess run. he's the end part of the game. Yeah. Like I don't know. Uh, Endgame, however, wasn't going to fall for any of the Naughty Boys gimmicks. So there was that. I mean, they they put it to the champs early on. Um, but there's still a misformed tag team. I feel Endgame, and so while gimmicky in a way, young Naughty Boys. Yeah, we're still able to pull out the win. Okay. Anything else? That's it. Alright. I feel like uh, Endgame is like the Frankenstein's monster of tag teams, which kinda which kinda <laughs> suits uh Janet Vander's pro wrestling doctor game. Yeah, yeah, okay, that, well, that, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, we're gonna have to apologize for everyone tr- uh, coughing up a storm. I guess it's the weather or it's the Christmas yeah, season. The yeah, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. No no I mean like it's not just you, it's Camus as well. So you know. Um it's it's there, there's probably or something me. in the air. <laughs> or or row. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, now let's go to uh Dax Xavier's attack on Bolt. Yeah, a lot of guys attacking other dudes behind the back. Like, this whole show. Like, I've never seen so many interruptions in a, so many interruptions in a PWR event. Like, apparently, mm-hmm. But this whole, this whole new Dax trying to summon Aurora, who, yeah. who may or may not be a sister Abigail. No, no, it's the championship. It's the Ola or championship. That's what he calls it. Yeah, Aurora. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes Somebody sense. is who follow Dax on social media. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Obviously. Now, now you know. But now, see, now that I know that, um, see, he attacked Bolt uh, to try and send a message to Aurora. And now that I know who Aurora is, it's actually interesting that Bolt may end up in the all-out war title picture. So, you, so you're saying that first of all, Aurora, if you weren't uh, following Dax on social media, you don't know who he, who who it who, is. Yeah, I don't. I didn't know what it stood for. So he kind of needs to uh, turn up the yes the marketing, if you yes. will. Yes, because people, I I, mean, I wasn't the only one who felt this, but there were other people in the crowd who were going, "What? What?" 
And I mean, uh, you would only do that if you didn't understand what was happening, right? Think so part of it was also Dax's delivery. Because there's something about the mics at 500 show. And yes. If you don't speak very clearly, yes. it's very easy for your audio to be blasting. Yes, I, I, I actually got that as well. It was one of my observations was that it's very muffled compared to uh, Circuit Makati. Hey, props Circuit. Golden Standard. I mean, it's, it's such a good venue. But announced pala na the next event was at Power Mac. It got a fucking yeah, pop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. I mean, if anything, the Revo Nation, including myself, is very spoiled to have shows. Yeah, that's true. Mahatma. Power Mac is more that, over than some people. Yes, exactly. That, <laughs> Actually. <laughs> that's harsh. It's true. That's it's harsh. true. It's, it's actually interesting. Because we're so spoiled for venues now that... That's it, right? The first time we did the Bayanihan shows, people were like, Oh my god, such yeah. an improvement! Right, exactly. We thought Bayanihan Center was good. Now, here's the it thing a lot of it is good. It, no, it, but one, it that's now, a good venue. Well, it is, it is. Yes. But to you motherfuckers have not been to Manila Madness. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. You guys were not there. Hey, hey. It's oh. not canon. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not, not canon. It, it doesn't take out the fact that we experienced it, that we were oh. there, and that people were displaced from having their homes burned down in the name okay, of okay, holding okay, a show. Enough, enough of that. As a, as a comic, I know what you guys feel. Because before, shit I've also gone through my own share of shit yeah, yeah, yeah. venues, so I know what you guys feel. But like, if you trying to be an magnet katipunan ba? Huh? Magnet katipunan yeah, ba? Yeah, magnet, magnet katipunan. <laughs> uh, fucking rest in peace. Uh, toys Cafe along Sipalaka. Oh, that's that's bullshit. That that's doesn't bullshit. exist anymore for a reason. That doesn't exist anymore for a reason. And now we get shows like Teatrino. So you can really see yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the, the placement, the ba? So, venue matters. Yeah, venue matters. That is, so that is when, the bottom line here. Pwede natin sabihin na Dax's delivery was, was flawed. He could have worked on another way to sell the point. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand what you're trying to say. I think um, one of us should have also given Dax that feedback. Because uh, you really have to enunciate much better when you know that your sound system is a little bit more muffled, as Rose said. Yes. Speaking of theater, I think you can hold a show there. You should. You should. Yeah. There's someone happening tomorrow. Is there, is there, that. No, is there no, a no, way to can hold a show? I mean, ah, you want to hold a show? Yeah, we could. No, 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 you don't have to move the seats. MKW is the show in the theater, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Figure it out, I guess. Yeah. Right. The part of the stage isn't. Anyway, you just put the, the ring more, on the stage. More on that in another. Yeah, thing. On, next. On, on another discussion. All right, next match on the card. I actually forget, so Chino, you'll have to help me out. Oh, here. it's John Sebastian versus Martivo. Thank you. I like the push that Martivo is getting. Um, he's just been getting match after match against really top guys. The last. Last ma- uh, the last match I saw him have was with uh, and then Sandata and after yeah, Hansel, yeah, yeah. and Hansel before that so both uh, promotions are giving him the respect that he rightfully deserves because he's really good yes Camus where do you think this is all going for Martivo? I want to see Martivo in a title picture hey, which, which one? one? PHX <laughs> okay. after, think, after it settles or I in this current scenario I okay. want to see him in the PHX title picture I know 
it's already like had has, has six guys. It's yeah. crowded as it's fuck. Crowded as fuck. But I really want to see him get a chance at the PHX title. Okay. Because right. I really feel like as beyond the representation that he brings, I feel like that as a wrestler, his story is very unique, and he backed it up in the ring. Okay. So I I want to see him get a push, other than the occasional match win. Right, right. What do you think about the crystal interference? The crystal interference was because he's John Sebastian. Okay? He's a very competent wrestler. We already know that former champion, blah blah blah. But he competes abroad, so I don't know why he has to bring all these mind games to the ring. I guess it's part of his character. Because not only did he start off the match with the last match, not only did he cause Crystal rather the last match by singing to her, they blow back to this match. Yeah, yeah. Where Crystal sings to her, to him, rather. Mm-hmm. That apparently also Crystal can actually sing. I didn't know that about her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, if you were at the Revo show, which you, I guess you were I not. wasn't. I was not. <laughs> now she can actually sing, pala, so. And song think, choice of Toretta was not bad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very appropriate. So, <laughs> so like, I, like I, can, I can see now while Martiva is very competent, as I'm saying, John uh, Sebastian really needs to like, step it up in terms of trying to keep. Trying to delineate, as we said, your your wrestling life and love life. Yeah. All right. Uh, what's next on the card? It is the Kakai Bros versus the Yolo Twins. It was actually Kendrick on his own in a handicap match the against handicap the Yolo match. Twins. Yeah. And then Marky came in at the end to make the save. Yes. Because Yolo the Yolo Twins were up to their old tricks. Usual shenanigans. Yeah. Big props to the big dog for uh, for doing that match alone and putting running a marathon. A fight, dude. Yeah, the he put up a fight for as long as he could have. <laughs> I, I actually thought he almost had it a few times. Um, but Chebe 2 against 1, Luki get mm. oh. so, so the Yolo Twins put out the win. Um, and ang maganda dito is that you can really see how the difference in the tag teams. Because the Yolo Twins market themselves as rich kids. Mm-hmm. Kakai bro, Bros, the opposite side of the spec, opposite side of the spectrum. So you can really see uh, the difference. Because the Yolo Twins really hate the Kakai Bros. You tell them, ako matapobre. It's like ultimate example of matapobre. No one was calling you matapobre, though. I mean, I've been called matapobre. Okay, I'm not surprised. <laughs> What do you think about uh, the spot where Marky came out <laughs> and the Yolo I like, I like how they're putting a different, uh, a funny to spin to this whole rivalry. The para uh, the brainwash to this Marky. Yeah. Toyota Camry which is, I don't understand kung mayaman kayo bakit Toyota Vios na yung watcher nyo, di ba? Yan ang mata pobre! Yeah, what the hell? Umaman ba kayo sa Grab? I don't know, man. Anyway. Uh, side hustle. Side hustle. So, anyway. <laughs> that would be gimmick infringement as well. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. There's that. I'm sorry. But then, yeah, yun nga. Nakakatawin twist. I like the, I like the whole kalo natin si Marky is now Baki. <laughs> oh, may bigote na nga. May bigote na nga siya. And he had the, yeah, he had the uh, the socksless shoes on. <laughs> yeah, and the shirt of the, the Yolo shirt. twins and the fedora. I don't understand though that if they were going to pull this twist in the mm. beginning, in the end, why didn't they just make it a full tightly match and have it happen in the middle? I think to build sympathy for Kendrick in the first place. Yeah, so, yeah. fair enough, fair point. Diba? 
Okay, uh, after that match, you had the PHX title match between JDL, Ken Warren, and Chris Panzer with Crystal and John Sebastian interfering. Yes, ang ganda ng match na to because these two haven't even started and you hear JDL say this in the match itself. He's, people started chanting, uh, fight forever. What happened to the Yeah, I heard diba? that. Fight forever you see the respect that they get in that ring. Because all three dudes are actually very, very top guys. So the OGs even, It's a PWR. True. Now, True. Now, I like how this renewed an old rivalry with um with uh Panzer and Warren. The OG PWR days we were talking about Cinema Square. One of the first matches I saw was Warren against Panzer. Part, yep. part one, I think. Your first match ever. So ang ganda ng how you see these guys evolve from just from the first time you see them to now. Ang laki ng improvement and I like how see John see Jake Dillon again going back to him on social media he said something about All In about how the main event of All In was if you blink you miss a spot. Yup. Okay? And this is what I felt about that match as well. If I, I blinked a few times and I missed a few spots. <laughs> And ang kasi ganun siya kapak talaga. So I like I like the pace. I love how they booked it all the way through. I just don't um, like the fact that it's now a six man elimination uh, match for the title. Um, you it, have Andrew Tang involved it, in there as well. I don't understand. Um, I'm not very versed in um, my PW Singaporean. Singaporean, Singaporean yeah. Okay, yeah. so SPW. Uh, it's Chinese. <laughs> There are Chinese people. That's in true, but still, anyway. Racist. So, so now, and you get to combat kasama pa siya sa title picture. Okay. Uh madami na sila. I would have wanted next sa next motivo be part of the picture. Guys mm-hmm. who are in in the Philippines, not as like a racist thing, but, Yeah. But like as a as a as proof of their metal kumbaga in scene. Metal. So yeah. okay lang sa'yo na six man yung match pero sana si Martivo na lang yes, din si Andrew I did, Tan. Yes, I didn't understand where Andrew Tan came from. Okay, so knowing the field for Vendetta, who are you predicting to walk away with the PHX Championship? I'm gonna say... I'm gonna say John Sebastian walks away with the championship. Why? As Just as, like, as, as an upset. <coughs> okay, interesting. Because he puts himself in the match. You would, would you... Maybe Crystal as well. People, I, I'm predicting that Jake, Jake De Leon is not going to retain. Okay, okay. One, That's... because the, sta- the odds are stacked against him. Yeah. Two, ah. all, a lot of other guys are just really hungry now. Like, Crystal hasn't won anything in a while. So has John Sebastian. She was tag team champion earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, Come on, it's man. Early, it's already October, you know. So okay. Big distance name. And she wants to prove something to herself, especially after... Uh, Hold on. She only lost titles in August. Yeah. Was it only in August? Yes. yes. Major recent lang since she and John Sebastian were tag champs. Okay, then I stand corrected. But I feel like she really wants something for herself to then. Okay. Like, I, I, I feel like either her or John Sebastian have this one. Okay. After intermission, the first match was AB3 versus The Apocalypse for the All Out War title. It's actually, yes, like I said before, um, in, uh, the Apocalypse comes out with Endgame. Um, it's actually an interesting matchup because it was AB3 uh, versus the current uh, All Out War champion. almost said the other ALOW name. But All Out War champion AB3 versus the first ever All Out War champion, 
The guy who put the division on the map, basically, mm-hmm. in the apocalypse. It, I would have expected more from the apocalypse because of the fact that he has this reputation of being a destroyer. But I think uh, siding with the end game is weighing him down almost because while the impact of end game in the match itself, they still cost the apocalypse the title, right? I believe so, yeah. And then after that, Dax Javiera came in. Yeah, after that, Dax Javiera came in and interjected himself in the title picture. But let's not forget that Dax also attacked Bolt from behind. So maybe Bolt might have something to say about that. And Revel Ranger came out to save Bolt, right? Yeah, so again, it's another it's another packed um, title picture for the AOW Championship. Do you find this as messy as, say, the PHX title field? Yes, I find this. I I, I get how you're, you how you want all your guys to shine. I get that, but there are other ways other than putting them in a title picture and say, "Oh, bahala na kayo, I I don't want to say it's lazy booking. I do want to say that there are better ways to showcase other guys, like how you write out the feuds and how you are able to put them in the spotlight as well. Yes, titles are titles, but there are other ways. Alright. Uh, what's the match after that? Because I remember Quatra and M and the Kid. There was Frederick uh, Mahaba who Thank was you. supposed to face Vlad Sinsik. See, are you thankful for my notes now? <laughs> oh, very thankful. <laughs> it became uh, Vlad Sinsik squashing RT 2.0. Uh, RT How 2.0. do you feel about this new RT? <laughs> see, see Yuki kasi, Yuki Horikoshi was a fellow comic and an official Japanese guy. Yes. Official He's, Japanese uh, what? guy. What? Okay. Official Japanese okay, guy for yes. Comedy Manila. Okay, let's be clear. He's your token Japanese yes. guy. Uh, is actually he wanted to watch Red Redrick uh, Mahaba. Uh, okay. Unfortunately, unfortunately, however, Redrick Mahaba had other plans. Now I don't know if these other plans were good for Redrick Mahaba in the long run <laughs> because after all, why would you try to give acting lessons to a psychopath? That doesn't make sense, right? And I don't understand. It's like talking to a wall. So so you thought that the promo really didn't work? I, th- I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Um, but I, I again, I wanted to see I wanted to s- uh, see Redick Mahaba in action. Like I guess he's a heel and he's the, and heels do those kinds of things. Yeah. Right? yeah. So you just really build, like him, don't you? The the the, the build up, the build up to oh. it is what is what I question. More ah. than the actual match itself. Okay. So, yeah. uh, anything else before we proceed to quarter? I, I, uh, I, I think uh, RT 2.0 actually fared better than RT 1.0. <laughs> RT 1.0 okay, so, even got the chance to do a uh, fucking head scissors. He didn't come but he got it. <laughs> what did RT 1 do? We hit quarter with a baking sheet. That's not even the same thing. It's not even the same thing. It's effective. It's not even the 2.0. Alright. I like your logic. Uh, like, again, yeah, that's what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> Up next, you had uh, this month's international showcase match, Quattro versus MyPW's Emman the Kid. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but my second name is actually Emmanuel. No, no I didn't know I, that. My second name is actually Emmanuel. So your I first have, name? It's Anthony. What the fuck? So, so how do you get Chino? Oh, wow. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Anthony. Off air. Off air. It's another story for another time. But from one Emman to another, I say good job, man. <laughs> that's, why, that's actually why I, I said that. Okay. So he is actually... I didn't know he was an actual kid, too. Which is actually even more impressive. Such a young guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's literally so a kid. He has so much going for him. So much going for him. 
Like, even if the ending was a little much, like, you could see both of them react to it. Um, it was actually, and even the crowd reacted to it. You could see it, in the, you could feel it in the air of that match. I still say that this was pretty good. You want to feel old for a minute? Yeah. Emma and the Kid is younger than the real Slim Shady and in the end. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so he doesn't... Do look- your research in the math. Yeah, you know. yeah. Okay. So, so, Sorry, going back. So now, yeah, I guess he's he's pretty young. The potential he has for growth is still pretty high because he still has a. I he's still pretty. Yeah, I don't know how long he's actually been wrestling. He been wrestling long. I'm not sure. I think Roe would. Uh, uh, not, sure. not sure. Not sure either. Maybe a couple of years. Right? Yeah, like a couple of years. But he has so much room for growth. And Quattro, we all know, is a great wrestler. Right? He just had the title match. And he, disappointingly, he lost. Almost had it. Uh, we see the level of competition all these visiting wrestlers bring from Singapore, from Malaysia, from wherever. right? And it's nice to see that Quattro gets this kind of exposure from himself as well. Because we see how Jake De Leon evolved when he faced guys like Tengu. Right? And you see how Chris Panzer evolved when he faced guys like the Lady Killer. So it's nice to see how Quattro, who's already competing at such a high level, get that kind of exposure. Are you ready to see Quattro move into another championship match or into the main, the main event picture, or are you happy where he's at? I'm actually happy where he's at. I'm, I think that after such a heartbreaking defeat, I think he just needs to find his niche now and see where he fits in for now. All right. Now let's get to my favorite part of the show. <laughs> MSG versus Kam Tutan. Yeah... Do you, are you, uh, is it okay if I... Do we talk about this? Yes, or? we talk about this, Gino. Uh, just we, get it over with. Rip it off like a band-aid. <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we do, we're doing this. Okay. Yeah, we're we fucking doing this, boys. Okay, okay, this we're is why we brought you on. We want you to be brutally honest about okay, it. Yeah, okay, fine. Okay, fine. <laughs> Damn, son. Okay. I feel like do I need to say it? Yeah, okay. Oh, I feel like relax, this, Camus. Relax, relax. <laughs> Uh, you, you got out of your system. Okay. Okay. You got out of your system. Okay, good. I don't think she was saying well. <laughs> I, so, Java, wait a minute. So, Java, wait a minute. You still had the lipstick on. I tried to get it off. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm coming down. I'm coming. <laughs> Women you listening to this podcast. I respect your routine. Kala ko, I wish you'd come and kiss me. <laughs> what? What? Where the fuck did that come from? Out. I don't know. If I can't rub it out physically <laughs> with my thumb. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong choice of word. Yes, that's on you. If I cannot... Phys- no, that's worse. If I can't take it off, and I don't know how to take off makeup. Okay, context. Okay. Jemmerlin. Okay. <laughs> Yes, no, I'm not. Hey, Stan. Happen- you, you're assuming, eh? Masadong assuming ngayon. Fuck you, Stan. So, before, okay, before, during during the whole um, church segment prior to the show, okay, um, I was already prepping my outfit. So everything from neck down was set. Okay, all right. Sinabi ni um, one of our creative team members, Owel Babasa. He's like, you should change your mask. Don't go with generico. I have a black ray mask. Borrow that. That's closer to Bushi. Okay, yes. cool. That's true, yeah. That's true. Tapos niya, eh, pero may kulang pa eh. <laughs> Just true. He does have Which was true because he does have 
black lipstick and the Liv Morgan tongue also. Yes. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, we can't get, we can't get, we can't get a tongue. We don't have yaki on premises. We yeah. looked. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we were like, we asked around, so does anyone have black lipstick? Wala candy corner. Wala kita kaya ni Liv Morgan. Jolly Rancher. Jolly Rancher. So, so we asked around, does anyone have black lipstick? Nagkataon, one of our young girls had. Okay. So yeah. Hazel, okay. <laughs> she had, she had. So pinahiram kay Jemmerlyn. Jemmerlyn did the application, and she's. I was like, this is the first time I'm wearing lipstick. <laughs> ever? 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 Forever? Ever? Yeah. Forever? Ever? No, no, like by choice. Okay. Oh, so, okay. so we were like, okay. At this point, what do we do? Okay, so you're coming out for you know for the first part of the show. Yes. The rest of the show while we're backstage, it's like, huh. Can't get this stuff out. <laughs> and then I I was like in my head, I'm like, how do you take off lipstick? Doesn't it just isn't it just supposed to rub off? Okay. And yun pala hindi. matte lipstick apparently needs makeup remover. Which, which don't I have. don't have. I tried with alcohol though. <laughs> Worked a bit, got a little bit off, but now I look like the emo kid from that video. Mm-hmm. Which led that to Lance, the singing. That Lance always references and Billy. So <laughs> There, that's the story. I tried. It's it. Would you like a I cake tried. now? <laughs> I'm gonna get to you. I'm gonna get to you. So, <laughs> so I like the I like the rivalry uh, between MS the newly formed MSG and uh, the Naughty Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how this rivalry is almost blurring the lines of kayfabe. The parang you the how. How you Stan went after Camus for his savior background, and how Camus went after you with a front roll, which is <laughs> I, I it's an it. inside joke, by the way, that not everyone still yeah, gets. Right? So I we, actually had to ask around for that. Yeah. And the fact that you guys put it on air. So in terms of burns, I don't think it really cuts <laughs> to the core. It's not effect. It's may, not very effective. May konting, may konting, may ano, may niche audience here, Stan, You you don't understand. You don't understand. Okay, from a purely Character standpoint, you do understand the characterization stand. Nah, we're trolls. Yeah, but you're that's you're, the thing. Your little burn only had a niche audience. It's but not like the way that I should have been trolls. Trolls. Yeah. Yeah. It It's yeah. not like DDS trolls or even Dilawan trolls whose burns are actually understandable by anyone. By anyone. Yeah, we got you back online, but All let's right. continue so, yeah, with okay, this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like. Um, You'd think the more established tag team would have the advantage in this match. But Sandata and uh, Max are actually very established wrestlers in their own right. Now, I still am on the fence of whether this will translate to a title uh, for them. More on that later. More on that later. But I like how they I like the showing they put out uh, for the very first match together. Um, I will say this, however, as purely from a creative standpoint the whole uh, ripping off the NBA teams was cute in the beginning um, I feel like if you as a group were to solidify yourself and legitimize yourself I think it's better if they come up with a uh, thing of their own like a catchphrase of their own because ripping off is fine but it's also just it also makes you look cheap okay. in a way almost right? like it's, it's better to come up with something creative mm-hmm. and um, 
And yeah, that makes and, sense, yeah. And, 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 and just, to, just to showcase your own personal brand instead of having to borrow. So we also have jerseys? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe. So now that we're done workshopping that aspect, how did you feel about the technical wrestling of this match? The technical wrestling was good. Both, all four of you guys are very, very well equipped in the ring. I actually thought Camus and Cap would have it. But again, more established tag team one out. Mm-hmm. With a great wall. Uh, with the... <laughs> Now branded, okay. You know the official name? Apparently, yeah. Yeah, okay. So now we have an official name. Who branded this? Uh, I don't know. I I saw it in the Smart Henry review. It's actually a good name, though. It's actually a good name. (laughs) I think that's a scare of Lance. So shout out to him. But it's actually a good. It was actually a good match. And what made it more interesting for me was the was the promo at the end, where all of the Naughty Boys, this includes the champs, Evan Carlo and TDT come in and cut this promo which adds to the fire almost of blurring the lines between what is real and what is kayfabe um, so I, you like it when the lines are yes blurred. I like it I like it when the lines are blurred it it extends my suspension of reality okay that's interesting and, and I like I guess it's aesthetic for me it's my own personal aesthetic when your uh, suspension of reality is that much extended out the focus was that much farther in. Um, I like how uh, TDT and ECX cut a promo based on facts and not just generic throwing now. They put out real facts. Even until now, they're putting out real facts uh, as status messages. Uh, I, I won't say that I like how you hit a girl. <laughs> I won't say that. <laughs> okay, let's get into that. But I like, I like the message that, that MSG is trying to send. Uh, they were that little sila, and technically only two guys did the work, but they yep. were able to take up five people. I mean, so, what does that say? So, uh, five people who had a match, and then one intern who was slapped in the face for well, real. Two guys also had a match. Oh, <laughs> everyone had a match. Yeah, that, that you won. <laughs> Okay, but you slapped the girl. Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So yeah, let's talk about that. Talk about how do you? How do you? How do you feel as an audience member seeing an NPC? I actually thought that he wouldn't go there. That Mister C wouldn't go there because no, he stands as a person where he stands. But that's Stan C. That's but that's not Stan C. But that's Mister C. Exactly. So again, the blurring of the lines, and and I like the whole lahat kayo kasama, but it's generally. I like the message being sent there. So uh, I'm I'm not sure if everyone already knows this as established fact, the but there were children who cried at yes. the show after. Which just shows that it's it's effective. It's yeah, still yeah. real to them. Yeah, it's real to them. Tiny Jemmerlin was reportedly in tears. Remember, we're talking about uh, playing with the uh, uh, emotions of an audience. That's a perfect example. So if that's what you're after, then you did your job. And uh, I'm not sure if you notice this as an audience member, but from someone who'd been watching backstage or in the audience for the other matches, okay. whenever a turn would happen, a heel turn, it would still get a normally positive reaction. Yes. Like, I remember um, there are only a handful of heel turns in PWR that I've witnessed na talagang boo yung reaction. Okay, yeah, okay. Like, say, Redrick Mahaba and Rafi Mabayashi, yes. that was a net, uh, yes. negative. Jake the Leon turning heel still netted a babyface yes, reaction. It was a cheer. I remember him coming out for Yes. So as a performer, that was one thing I really <clears throat> kept in mind. I was hoping that the three of us wouldn't get the JDL okay. pop. 
So, um, you know, getting the asshole chants, knowing that the kids cried. And during the meet and greet, uh, the kids were staring holes right through me. Uh, something I'm not used to, but something that uh, was uh, pretty um, affirming. Because you're the bad guy now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'd like to think now we you were able there. to do our jobs. It is. Uh, and kudos to all three of you. All right. Anything you slapped else? a girl. Anything else uh, yeah, from yeah. from the match and segment? Unless unless Cabos has anything else to say, I'm actually good. He already, he already, I think he got it all out of the system. <laughs> yeah, I think now he can pop in his Black Parade CD. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about the main event: Mike Madrigal versus Ralph Imabayashi, which uh, Mike Madrigal won via DQ. Then in come Redrick Mahaba and Vlad Sinsik. This is actually the rivalry to beat the savior rivalry for me. Because this is actually from my own alma mater, the Sal Greedles. Yes, yeah. Alam mo ba mas maganda to guys? Kasi nung grade nung seven years old ako or five or whatever age you apply for school, I actually applied for both Xavier and GH. Okay. I only got in GH because you're not. Because what? I didn't know how to write my name. What five-year-old knows how to write his name, man? Uh, most five-year-olds. Five I, I, I did. Well, yeah, I, what the I did. Okay, okay, so, so LSGH. So LSGH, LSGH rivalry. Wait, is Ralph lang LSGH? No. But this is Mike Madrigal. Oh, okay, okay. So how, do you feel, how did you feel about... Let, let's start with the technicals. My that best. technical... Actually, I, because I, that's, that's something to talk about with these two. Ang interesting kasi, like both of them, uh, the match started off with another blind side. Uh, survivor terms. Or another blind side. Uh, with with a baking sheet of all things. From uh, would-be bystander who would turn out to be uh, Rafi Mabayashi. Uh, Rafi Mabayashi is trying to take this into Mike Madigan's territory. Uh, which is uh, hardcore matches. Diba? Uh, but, other than that, I like how both guys who are stylistically so different, mm-hmm. were able to bring such intensity in the ring. I like my, I like my, I like them individually as wrestlers. And to see them both go head-to-head is something so unexpected. The like my anti-hero versus anti-face. Ka. Like, yeah. Anti-hero versus... Like, 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 Mike has always been a heel. Mm-hmm. So he has such a hard time trying to find his niche. That he did that. He, he even talked about this himself. That he doesn't know where he fits in in the picture, whether it's a um, as a face or what. Because you chat, you chat sa Let's go, kumpale, de ba? Do you take that to your advantage or do you take it as an insult? No, I was saying this uh, to somebody. I I forget who it was. I was probably saying it to one of the vets in the back. I won't say who. Now, only in PWR will you have people cheering on someone by calling him kupal. That's true. Because he's already established himself as that character. So whether that character translates into a face, why he goes full face, is something that we have yet to see. Uh, I like this match or wrestling alone. I think this goes neck and neck with the PHX Championship as far as wrestling quality goes. All right. Uh, what do you think about yung interferences at yeah. the end leading to this the fatal four, uh, the four-way match? Yeah, this is interesting because again, we have another multi-person match. Mm-hmm. This time, both de- members of Deadly Sins are in it. And it also has uh, Redrick Mahaba in it. So this is basically a, a tag team match where everybody's all for in it for themselves. I gotta ask you this. What do you think about the two singles championships na multi-man yung setup? Yeah, that's what I've been saying from the beginning. Like, I... I don't have a problem with overbooking. 
Okay. I have a problem with being overbooked multiple times. Okay. So you wish no one of them wasn't a yes, multi-man match? Yes, because it gives more room for one wrestler to shine. Okay. Gets, uh, like you can always have longer matches, but at the end of the day, magsasapawan kayo eh. Whereas if you're only working with one person, I feel like you have more of an opportunity to showcase yourself okay. as talent. In an ideal world, which one would you book? Which which what the which match? one would you wh- how would you book how would you book vendettas title matches? Oh, I did. I would go for uh, Mike Patagal and Ralph Imabayashi. Uh, this is just off the top of my head. Part two, okay. Part two, yeah. Okay, I would give uh, Sinsik and Mahaba their own match since they haven't had it yet. Okay, I don't see a reason for that match to incorporate itself into the title picture. Okay, even with Sinsik and Patagal's history, that can happen later on. Uh, and then, yeah, and then I would uh, <coughs> I would actually lessen the people, or I would actually rather take out Andrew Tan and put somebody like Martivo in the PHX title, and see where it goes from there. Like I don't, yeah, you know, this is just my thought. And then the tag team and all out war championships, you'll keep them the way they are. Uh, yeah, I think the I think the chaos for the all out war championship actually works. Yeah. So for multi man match, I I really don't have a problem with that. Okay. So I think so they find a way around that. I I feel like now that we're just spitballing here, I feel like you can put uh, Bolt, Dax, and uh, AB3 in one match and still have a good uh, war match. Alright. Now let's zoom out and talk about the show as a whole. Did your expectations for the October show, uh, were they met? Were they exceeded? Yeah. Were oh. they not met? You have to understand the October show is following one of the best shows for me uh, ever of PWR, your home front. So to have expectations to say the match, it's pretty um, overwhelming. But I didn't lower my 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 standards for it. Because I know the kind of thing that PWR brings. I know the kind of show that they can produce. Yeah. That being said, I feel like it, it under it's actually underwhelming for me, this show. Okay, yeah, because, how so? Because of all the... Because of the shorter match lengths with all the blind sides and how it all started out that way and how it all devolved into multi-person matches. Yeah. I think... So, just to get your read right, if 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 there were more substantial things that happened in those moments, yes. you'd be okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I feel like everything was... Uh, again, this is written before I found out that you guys had the... Technical issue with the born again people. But I feel. <laughs> yeah. like I don't even know what their denomination yeah, yeah, yeah. is. I, I just call them bread, co- bread oh, well, That's what they're okay. called. I, I generalize and say that they're born again. <laughs> no, you specified that they were born again people. <laughs> Doesn't matter. They're there. It happened. What I'm trying to say. Yes. What I'm trying to say is, I feel like you know, I feel like what Kavis said was right. That if more substantial things happen. In between these segments, it would feel like a much more satisfying show. All right, now let's uh, take a look at the star of the night, spot of the night, and the match of the night. My match of the night is going to go to the PHX Championship. Um, even if you disregard the finish for all intents and purposes, it was a very action-packed match. Even okay. in a non-finish. Of a even match. if it's even yes. if it's a non-finish. Of a my star of the night is going to go to AB3 who uh, was able to establish himself against the apocalypse granted 
Apocalypse is facing his own personal issues with the two goons, Which one is truly the goon? <laughs> and then my spot of the night is going to go to the championship match uh, salvo between uh, Mike Madagal and Rafi Madbayashi. Specifically the spot where uh, Mike Madagal hits him with the jeet, with the go to sleep, and then Ralph counters with the cutter. It was so good. I, I only see that shit on YouTube and see it in real. Kai Jif. Yeah. Kai Shout out to at PH Wrestling Jifs. I'm good to get as a Jif. When it gets there. Yeah. When it gets there. Oh. All right. Anything else you want to say about Shake Rassel and Roll? Yeah, it was a good, it was good, good job on the costumes revelation. A grade pala. Sorry, that's the uh, one thing I forgot. The grade, the grade I'm going to give this is it's going to be a B plus. Okay. Okay. So if if home front is like an A for you, then this is a B plus. Yeah, it's a little lower. Yeah, not yeah. a lot, but a little. I think lower. he qualified it, naman, throughout yeah. the review. Uh-huh. All right. Anything else you wanna uh, you wanna promote or you wanna plug though, Chino? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, at Brandon Pitts Capitolio uh, tomorrow, Friday, for a Comedy Manila All Star Feature Showcase. So all features of Comedy Manila will be there, including new wrestling fan Yuki Horikoshi. So if you want to know what he looks like, that's fine. And you can tell him that, oh, you're the real Japanese yeah, guy. Yeah, you're who the real Japanese guy. The NJPW yeah. intro. <laughs> the Japanese. That's what he was saying. The Japanese. <laughs> That's how he sounds like. So you'll get to see all of us tomorrow at Brandon Pitts, Capitolio. Uh, it's free entrance, so drop by and have some fun. All right. Now, uh, let's end the podcast on uh, the note that we always end it on, which is our picks of the week. Right. Uh, so I'll go first. Uh, yeah, go. Since, uh, no, I'll go with NXT UK this, this week's NXT UK. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, let's go for the uh, opening match with Liguero versus Wild Boar Mike Kitchman. That was a good hey, match. I like Wild Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. I like Wild Boar. Um, for me, I will take Mako versus Tony sure. in the Mae Young Classic semi. This was good. This was good. I enjoy, I enjoy Mako's work. I wish that she ends up on the card of Evolution somehow. I think she would. Yeah, or at least signed. Like, she, if she can find a home in, in in WWE NXT, that would be great for her late career, for a late career move. And, uh, yeah, Tony Storm will always be Tony Storm. I like, you know, I like where she's going. She's going to carry a division. She's the future. I like it. My pick of the week is from Lucha Underground a couple of weeks ago. I've been back watching it uh, this past week. So I'll pick the main event between Pentagon Dark and Reclusa, a.k.a. Chelsea Green, yeah. who's part of the new batch of recruits of the Performance Center. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect this to be a really fun match. So I like that they let Chelsea Green have some time in with someone like Pentagon Dark. I like how they didn't really make Reclusa just someone that Pentagon would squash on his way to his feud with uh, Marty the Moth over the Lucha Underground title. And it's interesting to see uh, Chelsea Green as Reclusa, of course, coming off what she did at All In and then knowing that she probably won't be uh, part of Lucha Underground lore after Ultima Lucha 4 because she will be on NXT very, very soon. So uh, if you aren't familiar with her work and if you didn't catch her on Tough Enough three years ago, then uh, the match versus Pentagon Dark would be a nice little, little indicator of how far she's come since then. Right? Hey. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode of the podcast. Once again, don't forget, you've got MWF Todos Los Wrestling this Sunday at the UP Bahay ng Alumni. 
As for PWR, Vendetta will be at Power Mac Center Spotlight on November 25, last Sunday of November. And you've got Chino's show with Comedy Manila tonight, Friday. That's when this will be up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're recording on a Thursday, but uh, we'll, it, this will probably be up on a Friday. And if you want to spitball with us on social media about anything from Crown Jewel to uh, I don't know, politics, I guess, you can find us at the SGP Podcast, <laughs> at Caveman Camus, at Rose War, at underscore Stancy, and for Chino, it's at Chino Supersized. So on behalf of everyone here, Romaran, Raf Camus, and Chino Liao, my name is Stancy, and we are out of here. Peace. Hey, this is for all my kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, dripping, son of a gun. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.